I'm going to talk uh, to Kathy Carson, who is a performance poet uh, from Cross Garn County Down originally, and Kathy will be presenting her one-man show, Becoming Marvelous, at 4:30 today in Mount Shannon, and she's going to talk to me now. So, good morning, Kathy. Good morning. How are you, Patricia? I'm great on this beautiful morning, Kathy. I'm glad to say. Isn't it beautiful? Hope you've, hope you've survived your journey uh, down from Belfast. <laughs> and, uh, yes, it was a good five hours in the car, but yes. <laughs> it's a long trip, I know. Um, so thanks for taking our call this morning, Kathy. And Thank would you, you like to tell us about your uh, show, which has such a great name, Becoming Marvellous? So could you just uh, take tell us about the show? How did it come about? And what should we take out of it, if you like? So the show is a story of a young girl growing up in Belfast in the 1970s and 80s. Um, her name is Danielle. And it follows her life from age five to age 29. Um, sadly, she's growing up in quite a violent home, Patricia Ann, and that really impacts her in terms of how she navigates relationships and how she is in school and how she finds herself in the world. So she gets expelled from school at 15 and sadly ends up homeless at age 20. And the show is really about her trying to, to rebuild her life and the people that come into her world to, to help her do that. And she finds her way. Mm-hmm. And it's really lovely. The first half of the show, I always call it the fall or the crash. Mm-hmm. And we see all that she goes through. And I always call the second half of the show the rise or the climb. And we see how she struggles at first to, to build connections. But it's really about how love can transform a person when we love unconditionally and we love when it's not earned just the power of that so I guess if I want people to take something away it is to suspend judgment about people who are homeless because any of us can be in that situation and find ourselves there but also to recognize the power of positive connection and the power that we can have on each other to impact each other I think that's something that's been true for my own life Well that certainly sounds like a very interesting um, and probably quite an emotional experience to go through the show to perform the show certainly Mm -hmm. and even to connect with it as an audience I wanted to ask Mm -hmm. you too about your technique as a performer you're a spoken word poet which is a pretty difficult thing to do in my experience and you're very much about the performance itself and you, you never, I've seen you on Zoom during COVID and you never seem to refer to a page or a printed uh, cue of any sort. How did you begin to develop that process and why did you develop that process? So I've always written, Patricia Ann, always written as a form of expression. And the reason I've always written is because I stammered very badly as a child. So uh-huh. there isn't any stammer on a page. You'll, you'll find that the page was when my voice felt at its most free. But yeah. certainly performing is something that happened. Um, I was at an event, the first one of the first times I shared my work, and I was terrified, and I was shaking and trembling, as we all do. The little legs were shaking and the hands were shaking, and my stammer was kicking quite hard. And I really find it uncomfortable and find it really difficult. And the second time I did it, I was sitting beside a really good friend of mine and she said, Kathy, you write from 
the core of you and you know this piece and, and I'm sure you've read it and practiced reading it so many times. Why don't you just try it without the page and don't don't look at the page, just if you need to keep it beside you. So the only way I can describe that experience is taking flight. I remember just feeling so free in my voice and inhabiting the poem and hiding in the poem almost. And I was there in person, but I really wasn't. I was hiding inside this emotion of the poem. And it just set me free in my own voice and my self-expression in a way that I'd never known before. So I've kind of fallen into this by accident, but I'm so grateful for it. Well, it sounds a really wonderful gift to have to be able to memorize and to carry the sounds and the words in your head. So, mm-hmm. you know, about the show tonight, for example, how do you do that? Do you sort of learn it in sections or how do you really bring that all together? Um, because, you know, it's quite a long piece and, you know, just wondering yeah. how that man- how you manage that. <laughs> So the show in, in totality is around about 11,000 words um, and it's made up of of some stories and some poems that are, are woven together. So all of those poems and stories have been learned individually and then, then woven together. And it's just practice. It is just practice. And it's it's taken some time to, to get inside um, young Danielle's head. So backstage, I'll be listening to a soundtrack. There are certain songs and certain music that, that put me in her headspace and help me connect with, with the emotion in her that... I use and listen to to try and get me into her headspace and and feel her before I bring her out onto stage. So you have a really intimate emotional connection yourself with the character you're talking about, inhabiting the character there. And also the piece is set, as you said in the introduction to it, in Northern Ireland, growing up in the 70s Mm -hmm. and 80s there. But Mm -hmm. it seems to me from what you've been saying that the Northern Ireland part of it, if you like, is really more of just a backdrop to the overall story or how does it weave into your your plot and your character there? It is there. um, And some people have said to me that it's, it's there very much in the fact that had the troubles not been going on, probably the things that went on in Danielle's life would have been picked up sooner. Um, but growing up in the Troubles, people in Belfast were in survival mode. <laughs> and so a lot of stuff went uncaught and a lot of stuff went on. You know, people were just living day to day and doing their best and things were missed and, and children were sometimes missed and, and not picked up when they should have been. So yes, there's only one poem in the show um, that talks about the troubles and it's uh, she encounters a riot when she's eight years old and she, because of growing up in it, has no idea that, that this is a dangerous place to be. This is actually her normality. And it talks about her standing in the middle of the riot and sort of counting the petrol bombs and not being aware that, that she's in danger. And the, the contrast with that is that actually her home is really dangerous and so her perception of danger is, is quite warped and she's not really sure when she's safe and when she's not. And that sort of unawareness of that continues through the rest of her life as she tries to, to navigate encounters with people as well. Mm-hmm. So um, really it's about the contrast between the external and the internal or the internalised mm-hmm. dangers that Danielle has experienced. So Absolutely. Kathy, I really... Um, wish you the very best of luck with the show this afternoon and I hope very much that you'll enjoy your trip to East Clare and that you will 
come back and see us again when the uh, at another time. And thank you for giving us your time this morning on Scarlet Bay Radio. Thank you so much. Thank Bye. you. Take care. Bye-bye. 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 Thank you. Bye.